0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Natalie Ward, owner of Red's Hair Salon, a Somerset beauty provider located in Taunton. Natalie, hello. Hello, how are
1: you?
0: I'm very well. Thank you for coming on the program today. Uh, Now, normally we'd get straight into the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, we must start there. How has this affected your organization?
1: Um, It has been obviously quite challenging. Um, We obviously went into lockdown quite early on and had uh, one of the last industries to go back. Um, but we have noticed that there has been probably about forty percent of clients that are still um not confident about uh coming back into the salon, which means that you know obviously the the turnover isn't as it was this time last year, so it's been it's been quite difficult.
0: Now we all know about the sort of measures uh, that most uh, businesses similar to yours have put into place. Have you done anything different than that? Uh, and do you do you believe that the measures that most salons have put into place are adequate?
1: Um, I think the guidelines have been um, from day one. They were obviously quite clear on how we had to how we had to work with the PPE, etc. Um, I do feel that um, not uh, enough barbers, especially, are probably taking the correct precautions Uh, we have to wear visors and masks now some take it upon themselves to do different things um we sort of go a a slightly above we have a, a, a fogging machine that we use at the end of every day to really sterilize um everything um and yeah we have had quite a lot of help with obviously you know everybody should understand what the um the guidelines are because there is you know a lot of information is put out there on a regular basis so
0: Now, of course, all of this comes with an increased cost for you. Have you had to pass that cost on to the customer?
1: Um, Yes, we have slightly. Um, What we've done, our our prices, I generally put my prices up um, every year anyway in April, so that still happens. Um, And then I worked out quite quickly during lockdown, a break-even, and obviously once we factored in the cost of the additional PPE and the timing that we have to take now to obviously make sure we've sanitized everything, we have passed on a, about a £3 uh, charge to you know onto the guests um, with each visit, which they all seem to be totally um, happy with. Mm.
0: Well, we are here to discuss the concept of leadership, so we should probably move on to that subject. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Um, uh, leader to me it is somebody who uh, drives their vision um, to coach and to motivate the, um, the team that you're obviously working with and to make sure that you're all singing off of the same uh, hymn sheet so um, yeah just making sure that you know their visions and goals and yours and then you're helping to kind of put all of the systems in place and, and encourage and motivate the people that work for you
0: and how would you describe your personal leadership style
1: uh, well, I um, I lead very much on that. So we have regular one to one meetings, um, sort of knowing what the each the, one of my stylists what their vision is, what they want to get, you know, what their values are, and then we work together to incorporate that into into the business. Um, and obviously, you know, finding different projects for them to do. Um, so yeah, it's very much making sure that I'm coaching them on a regular basis and have the systems in place to do that. To, and everybody knows where they are.
0: How did you come to this form of leadership? Uh, did you have a particular role model who shaped you this way? Or have you been shaped more by circumstances?
1: Um, well, I, I've had my business for 12 years. And about eight years ago, I wanted to push it forward. So I joined a, a business club called 365 Hair, which is a business gym for, for salon owners. Um, obviously, for us, you know, initially, I was a, a stylist, so... Haven't have the business brain, um, needed a little bit of uh, education. So they've kind of helped me. I've gone through a two-year program and they helped me to really get the systems in place to help with the, sort of the, the coaching side of it, especially to sort of help with the team.
0: Now, of course, leadership comes with its challenges, none more so than conflict. How do you handle conflict and what's your method for resolving it?
1: So yeah, the conflict we have a um a, a thing in our salon we have which we call the guidelines to greatness. So on all of that it's kind of like our rules, um just the, the things that we work by. So we tend to be able to avoid conflicts um quite easily with that because we do tend to discuss quite a lot of things out in the open and we have things, you know, especially with a group of, of women sometimes, you know, gossip is harmful, so don't do it and if you only have um if you're upset, take an hour to, to you know, calm yourself down and then we discuss things. So um, conflict isn't such a big issue, actually, in my salon, which um, is probably quite unusual for a lot of hairdressers, if I'm totally honest.
0: <laughs> and why is that? Why is there a different culture within your uh, operation versus the rest of the industry?
1: Um, well, I think that sometimes there is... Um, we're very creative people, so with um, creativity, um, there is also a, an element of ego. Um, we kind of have what well, we've always worked. I'm in the salon twice a week now, so I've kind of pulled off of the um, being on the tools, as we call it. So it gives them plenty of time that they work as a as a real unit. Um, there's no hierarchy. I do have a a manager, and you know, for anyone from our future professionals, which are the people that we train. Up to what even when I'm in, we are all working as a team and a and a unit. So you know, it's if we're we're all totally happy with um, doing all of the jobs. There's nothing that's too big or too small that anybody has, uh, you know, is is too great to, to do. So that's kind of really how it how it is.
0: Now, of course, uh, within your industry, uh, the average age of the people who go into it are quite young. Are there any uh, challenges inherent to training the very young to a career that they're going to be in for a good portion of their lives?
1: Um, yeah, I think the challenge at the very beginning, when they come out of school, um, we we take on future professionals because I believe that um, to grow your own team within you get the, the right culture. So for um, my main challenge is that if they come in straight from school um without having that um what they've always been used to having that six week holiday um if they come in straight from when they finish their exams then you can get the, the challenge of the fact that it's a bit of a shock to the system so we try to tend to break them in gently um have them sort of working um not doing the longer the longer evenings or anything like that so it's really more of their stamina um And getting them used if you can get them past Christmas, then you know that you've probably got a good good future professional, and then you you know you start as you, you mean to go on then really
0: now, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close, but before I let you go, what does the next twelve months have in store for red's hair salon?
1: Uh, we're looking to expand um I would like to grow um a couple of my stylists and we're getting them busier now um a future professional is now um in her last year so we'll sort we'll of start looking to taking on another future professional um and yeah really see a about expanding i think we need to use this opportunity to you know any of our quieter times to really focus on education and mindset and get driving forward because. uh it's not going to be like this forever so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well Natalie I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the program it's been a pleasure to have you here and of course we have to have you at some point in the near future but for now Natalie thank you
1: thank
0: you that was Natalie Ward owner of Red's Hair Salon and now if you haven't heard it before is my exclusive interview with our chairman Lord Blunkett Lord Blunkett welcome
2: thank you very much it's very good to be with you